hi again. This is Shadows from the Tree. Um, we are here to discuss the genealogy and how we relate newspaper archives to helping find relatives and interesting stories from the past. I'm Michelle. And I'm Danielle. And welcome to this week's episode. Perfect. All right. Well, I will just jump in and get us started. So we uh, decided for this week's episode that we would look into some kind of love triangles. And so I found one that was interesting right off the bat. And it was from July 17th, 1921 from the Philadelphia Inquirer from Pennsylvania. And it was headlined Broadway's Most Mysterious Romance. Yes. And you know what kind of Piqued my interest because I like Broadway shows in general. And, you know, so I read the first paragraph, which I'm just going to read to you because it's like captivating and it just shows how they wrote back then, um, which is always interesting. So, all right, here we go. The garrulous theatrical world that boldly defines all law and conventions And when the lovers involved were a wealthy and influential manager and one of the most charming young actresses (gasps) of the American stage. Oh, man. Yeah, so that had had me. Tabloid (laughs) headlines. That had me. So, all right, I want to try to gear you up here to the characters. So, the wealthy manager was Alf Heyman. Alf? Yep. And he had a wife, Rose. Um, Her maiden name was Morris. Mm-hmm. And then we have the actor, or the, sorry, the actress, Anne Murdoch. Okay. So Anne, um, that was her acting name. Mm-hmm. Her um, birth name was Irene Coleman. Okay. And so she was born in 1890. And he, Alf, the manager, manager. was eight, born in 1865. Quite an age gap there. Yeah, so there's <laughs> an age gap. So, I'm going to start off with Anne. So it's 25 she, years? Yeah, I think. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> and with the title, you kind of already know Yeah. something's happening. So, Anne became um, famous at the age of 17 when she starred in a um, show in 1908 called The Call of the North. She was, like, known for stage and silent film. Um, so, yeah. that's what she did. And... She was the actress for the Froman Management, and I guess her mother, um, in a different article that I had found, was also one of the first um, leading actresses of that Froman group, um, Mm. that when it first was created by Charles Froman. And I had found an article that said that she, the mom, never wanted her to go into Uh, acting. Right. I wonder why. Did the mom know Elf? Is the question. That's well, <laughs> good point. So, Elf took over for Charles when he died. So, he became uh. the head of this Froman theatrical enterprise. Mm-hmm. And he um, was very known and liked in New York, um, the articles had said. And he had been like the right hand man for this Charles. So, he kind of knew what he was doing and he just probably just took it over um, from where he started. And he um, had his wife, Rose, and they kind of were together at the very beginning when he was, like, not making a lot of money Just and trying to out. start. Yeah, and trying to start out. And so she was there through the thick of it. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> not the best. Yeah. <laughs> not the best husband. <laughs> yeah. Nope. So um, 
Do you, so I'm just going to put a few feelers out there. Do you have any idea how the theater world would have known that there was something going on between Elf and Anne? Like the preferential treatment or something? She got a part where others didn't get it, something like that. That's a good point. I'm going to fill you in. But I will note that in 19, was it 1916, she quit the um, Froman Company because she was not satisfied with the plays that Elf was picking out for her. Oh. Yeah. So, poor, poor Anna. But, so, we all found out that there was something going on because when he died, Mm -hmm. in his will, he left his whole estate to Anne. What? (laughs) Which was like... The whole company then? So, just the estate of the house. But, that was like... She now was like a multimillionaire. Oh. And the wife Wife, got got nothing in the will. And the sisters didn't get anything in the will. This is like his daughters, you mean? Oh, his sisters. Yeah, his sisters. Did he have any kids? They didn't have any kids. So, I was trying to find out a lot of information here. So, Rose, I guess, in another article, she was... um, she was given, like, she had a policy on his life insurance, and so she was supposedly given the money, like, yearly. Like a stipend. Yeah. And so I think she did okay, because um, in the year of his death in 1921, she was off, she got a passport, she went traveling, and in the passport, it was noted that she was, um, had a, a deceased husband, and she was a widow. Yeah. So she kind of, like, stuck by... Was her family wealthy to begin with, or was... Um, I didn't get too far into her family, Yeah, but she was still doing fine because she was getting money from the life insurance or whatever kind of policy. But there were stories that, like, they had been separated for a few years, like four years, so it was almost like they maybe should have been divorced, but he just never committed to it. I don't know why. Like, people said it wasn't, must have not been about money because he had a ton of money. Right. Um... And then why, and the biggest thing that stood out to me was, you know, they talk about New York and Broadway and rumors and gossip and all that. And, like, even their closest of friends mentioned that they had no clue that there was something going on. And even the mom, I'm guessing more so when they first started out becoming famous, like, she would chaperone all of their, like, time together in a sense. Like, people would see them going dancing and having dinners together quite often. But supposedly the mom was always, like, chaperoning that. So did she sign off on <laughs> Right. Was she giving... Yeah. Right. she giving him... But she didn't even want her in the business then, so... Right. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, why was she... Why was she chaperoning him? Yeah. Because it almost was making her feel like... Or at least the daughter be like, yep, this is okay because my mom's yeah. here and she's watching us do this and it's fine. Yeah, that's a good point. Um... So, there were a few other things he left. He left some employees, like $10,000 and, and things like that. But um, it was nothing nothing like she got. And let me just see my note um, here. But there was a few articles saying that um, the wife and the sisters were not going to contest the will. And there was a statement that had said that um, the money will not buy her happiness and um, will she will not enjoy it from the wife? That's what the wife said. And um, the sisters said they had never even met Rose, 
the wife, nor did anyone in their family, which I found was very interesting because they had been married for a while. But they had met Anne um, when Elf was on his like deathbed. They had gone to be with him, and that's when they had met Anne for the first time. And they thought she was very pleasant, and were not was not going to contest, you know, the will either. So was she living with him when he was dying? So she was caring for him. Oh. And, you know, when this is all kind of being said, I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to, and I didn't do this ahead of time, but I'm wondering, like, what is the age of the mom? Yeah. And could this be her dad? Oh. I don't know. Right, was that thought the mom is just wasn't coming. married? No. Hmm. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. Because 25 years, like, that would explain... Right, if he had no other children, then... Right, that would explain her getting all the money. That would explain the interest he took in her. Yeah. That would explain the mom maybe being okay with that. But then would that mean the mom, her mom... Yep. Irene is, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a good It's a theory. because good theory. I think it's... Don't see any loopholes in Yeah. Because what happened was Anne, she went on and she had three marriages yeah. after this. Two ended in divorce. One, she like sued the husband and tried to get his money, which I think she won. Hmm. Um, and there was even a time too where she had gone with Elf to Europe for a month. Mm -hmm. Um, So they were obviously very close, um, which is just just very interesting. Um, But she died supposedly in Switzerland when she was 48, so she probably didn't even get to enjoy the money because it was very short, very short life for her. Was she in a lot of shows after she left? She she continued to be in shows through different companies. Okay. but, like, she traveled. Like, her first divorce happened in Paris. Her oh. third marriage happened in Italy. So. Extravagant. She was well-traveled. That's cool. Yep. So, yeah, I just found this one very interesting that even though the wife, I don't know, did the wife rose, I guess there was times that they were living apart, but did she know this was happening? Did she care it was happening if they were sort of already separated in a sense? I don't know. But she didn't get anything, so but she didn't care to fight for it. So hmm. that is interesting. Yeah, it's a good love triangle story. It was a love triangle that no one even knew until he died. Right. So that's what I've got. Very good. Okay, my love triangle takes place in Stratford, Connecticut. Oh, okay. So the list of characters we have is Rose Ambler. Oh, yeah. a rose. I know. That's why I was. I saw your notes. So I said, Rose. Okay, I have a rose too. Rose Ambler. Her main name was Clark. And we have Norman Ambler, her husband. We have William Lewis, Norman's cousin. Ooh. And there's also her first love. We'll talk about him oh. in a little bit. So it's more like a square. Let's call it a love square today. Um, so Rose married Norman Ambler. Um, they, you know, had a normal type of relationship, but they all went to school together. William, oh. Rose, and Norman. So, and do you know if this town of Connecticut would have been 
large back then or small like close-knit everyone knew everybody everyone knew everybody okay there was like the town dance like dances and you know everyone was trying to woo rose is what a lot of the articles (laughs) had said um so they you know were not fighting over her but she was the belle of the ball according to a lot of articles so norman had won her over um but we have you know not always happy happy marriages so they were married a few years they had a daughter um named ethel and um they took in william started living with them so norman was a farmer and then william would peddle and sell the vegetables so he would take them to like bigger cities and he would sell sell the family vegetables at the the (laughs) markets so he was a better salesman he was kind of more charismatic than norman and he started paying a little attention to rose because norman was a little more wait a minute on the the quiet side yeah wait is it the cousin yeah norman's cousin okay so not not rose's cousin but norman is rose's husband oh so yeah yeah so you know oh no (laughs) (laughs) so needless to say that marriage didn't last much longer after that but you know there was some some fights between norman and uh and will so will decides he's gonna take off he's done his his parents are actually more well off i guess his mother was widowed at this point and she lived in a mansion so to speak so he was living with her again um but you know things were not going well and rose decided she's gonna divorce norman and so he did not want to sign the papers there was a whole thing to do with like police and no yeah so she said he was not the nicest to her and even gave the daughter over to him and his mother. She didn't even take care of her daughter anymore. What? Yeah. She wanted to just be done. She was, no responsibility. She was like done with him. She wow. went back to her family. She was living with her mother. And this is all in newspaper articles. Like wow. I found at least 30 about this story oh because, because, you know, William and Rose started things back up again. And they were supposedly engaged. And she would walk two miles from her parents' house to his family plot. And this happened three to four nights a week. They even had the schedule in in the article. I wish you guys listening could just see my eyebrows right now because they're just just raising I have so many, so many different notes on this. Like, first Um, of all, I can imagine just leaving your your daughter. Yeah. Well, there's there's kind of a backstory. I think she really was just... He had lied to her in so many different instances. I feel like she didn't want anything to do with him, yeah. and maybe she resented the whole situation. And but didn't she think if she's going to get with the cousin that she's going to be somehow intertwined in seeing him again? Well, you'd think. But um, there's, you know, a never a happy ending in my <laughs> stories, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have... Um, Back in this kind of courtship, they supposedly were engaged. She's going to visit. Um, it was um, 
Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and then <laughs> Saturdays, Sundays. It was like a, a very structured thing. But she would go later at night and then she would walk home in the dark and he wouldn't es- escort her because he was had to leave early in the morning. And what year was this? Oh, this is like 1870, uh, 1875, and then actually 1883 okay. is, is when where she's going nightly. Okay. 1883. So we're talking horse-drawn buggies, yeah. and he's pedaling in the... No street lights. Yeah, definitely not. No. And um, so she's going by herself. He refused... Well, she refused his help. So one night... Unfortunately, she doesn't make it home. (gasps) Right. So there's all kinds of accusations. So she's found by a stone wall um, closer to her house, and she was murdered. There was strangulation marks on her neck, and there was... There was a a battle, let's just say, and she she did not make it out. So there were, like neighbors that were woken up they that thought it was like a screech owl around midnight and apparently it was her cries oh that's it's so sad night. so yeah so there's all there was stories they were like oh it was her husband right, blaming. But, but he was like miles away he had alibis okay it wasn't norman although he even tried to get her back like he always said he was her one and only love he oh, sent gosh. her letters more letters and and um Rose's mother was like, she wrote him back once and said, kind of kindly, like, please stop. Just, yeah, I'm all set. Right, like <laughs> she's done with you. I'm yeah. done with you, Norman. Please take a hike. Wow. So he was kind of cleared pretty quickly. and mm. But then there's William. Like, mm. he's engaged to her. He's supposedly building a house. They were making plans on, like, what furniture and kitchenware they needed that like they were planning that because the house was going to be done within the next month and they were wow. planning getting married and all that. But then there was rumors that in the city he had another lady. William? Jeez. Yeah. So he's charismatic. He was just out and about. But there was no like name of another woman. So I'm not yeah, 100% just, if that was yeah, like sometimes just, you take it with a grain of salt yeah, because there they like so to... many different kinds of opinions on it. <laughs> yeah. So many articles. It was mostly the Meriden um, in Connecticut, and then there were some in New York, but they really just kept looking and looking deeper and deeper. They actually used um, microscopic, like, scrapings of her finger. Like, even really? Back then, really? Yes. And they were comparing, like, the color of the skin cells because oh. they were trying to figure out the race of the person who did it. Oh, and, man. Yep. There was even preachers who were saying from the pulpit that William did it because of the way this kind of came about because it was a kind of inappropriate relationship to begin with. So he had no Jeez. propriety and he probably killed her. And Wow. Yeah. So, but he didn't mind because apparently his business with the vegetables was booming. <laughs> like he had to, he, was, he told some article he had to bring twice as many because everyone wanted to buy his Wait, veg- after he was yes. being called out for yes, potentially, every, every, people just wanted to like see yeah. him. Like, oh, I yeah, saw I, him. I, well, I heard from, this. I heard William that. William Lewis, the murderer. Wow. But let's get back to why she didn't really like Norman in the first yeah. place. So 
let's do a little uh, there was this interesting article there was two of them actually there was one it was like we talked to this old woman who wore a white shawl and she oh. knew all the town gossip and you know i always, always one in the town right I always, like those, those seem like so detailed yeah. and, and juicy here but when she was younger so this is in the summer of 54 okay so um her father was a sea captain so even when she was mur- like he didn't know she was murdered because he was out at sea. Oh wow! So they Some had like news yeah, when got back. they had all like the funeral and everything before he even came back from sea, and wow. it was pretty pretty rough. Um, but there was his name was um, Clark, Captain Clark, and he had a brother named Sheldon, and then they were visiting. It looks like down south. So Captain Clark of Connecticut came to visit his brother Sheldon and brought his daughter Rose with him. She was then a girl in her teens and was described as a bright and happy winsome child who frolicked and disported about with wild and beautiful in the wild and beautiful country. A mini ball at the Battle of the Wilderness brought the lover to complete the matter. Captain James Gelsthorpe of the Confederate Army received a bullet to the chest at the dreadful array and came back home on the Greenbrier to com- com- to recuperate. Sorry, He and Rose met, and a short time after their acquaintance began, they both were members of a boating party on the Greenbrier. Their canoe overturned in the rapids, and Rose Clark made her way to shore, assisted by the arm of the officer, without which she must have perished. So basically, he saved her He's life. Like, oh. So soon after, the two became engaged to marry, and Rose went back home to Connecticut. Though some call the wait through some cause, several letters from whom the other were never delivered. So he sent her letters, she sent him letters. They never wow. went to who they were supposed to go. So finally, she got kind of sick of it, and back home, who's nagging her? Who's oh. who's paying her attention? Norman. Mm-hmm. Norman okay so then after I think it's a year later he came back in the scene and she had learned too late the both of them had been victims because she had already married Norman when he when Captain Gelsworth came back to Connecticut and it said the letters had been intercepted and the two lives ruined the despair that followed covered her life after that believing Ambler to have been the miscreant who, to his own suit, had stopped the letters. She hated him so much Wait, after the, that. Her, the husband she first married yeah. Yeah. was stopping the letters to her true love yes. who saved her. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's kind of, it's probably stalkers at that time because right. he probably was just waiting at the mailbox or however yeah. they delivered the letters back then. Yeah. Right? So why did she, like, she right. had some pretty... I wonder when she found that out. When he came back. When ca- the captain came back and he was like, you didn't read my letters? It was kind of, reminded me of the notebook, you know, when the mom, like, <laughs> yes. just, like, didn't let her get the letters. Wow. So, but I guess this captain, he returned to West Virginia and he studied the law and he got married later on and had okay. a family, but she did and not. she lost her kid or... Gave up her yeah. kid, had no marriage. Yeah, and then so got, successful got, and got then, murdered. Jeez. Yeah. There's lots of different versions where some say they see her walking with another man. And, you know, because she doesn't have the best reputation. They're like, she had a second lover. 
And then there was this this detective who said, oh, it couldn't have been a married man. It has to have been, like, we're okay. all so... Yeah. <laughs> it's just, okay, sure. So <laughs> these articles... Was anyone were, tried or did it, was it just left open it was, they they offered rewards they did all these they had detectives from other cities come mm-hmm. and they had people look at the autopsies like i said they did oh, right, tests right. with the the but microscopes they anything. no they never so they went ne- unsolved unsolved yep and norman only lived till he was 40 he didn't wow didn't make it much longer and william there's a million william lewises so mm-hmm. I couldn't really find what happened to him after the fact, but he didn't didn't serve any time. There was one article though about him a few like actually a year later, 1884. He was arrested for assault on one of his neighbors. He was drunk and he drew two revolvers on the constable. He was then disarmed and arrested without having hurt anyone. There was talk about keeping him um, because he had been holding concealed weapons. But typically, that wasn't something they kept them in prison for long right, with. Then. But it was just because he had that kind of reputation of... Jeez. Yeah. So, who do you think did it? I, I think he William did William? It. Yeah. But I think, what, was like, the, what was his motive? I don't think he wanted to be married to her. Like she was he wanted this other lady. Or just the city. someone else. Just not being married. Yeah. I don't know. Jeez. Yeah, because stra- they say strangulation is such like a right. intimate way to kill somebody. Like yeah. I feel like you have to. They would have had to have known each other. I don't know. That's personally what I. Yeah. I think about it. Well, Norman's out because it's not like they. <laughs> yeah, they he was like gone. They, he was. He wasn't even in the town. The first love would have never unless done he that. paid someone. <laughs> oh, he could have <laughs> unless he he hired a a hitman because I mean, he, he was, was talking to someone else. They said she was talking to another man, so. That, yeah, that was an option. He hired one of his farm workers or somebody he met at a. He did, they did say that he was. Um, he stole his mother's money. He would steal. He stole like two Norman? grand. Yeah, Norman. Yeah, she said to go put it in the bonds or something, and he took it all and he was using it at fight clubs. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I know he seems a little suspicious to me. Yeah, he could have done it. The now fact that. that- yeah. They cleared he was obsessed out. with her in, in a sense that yeah. he was trying to stop the yeah. true love. Yeah. And then stealing money from his mother. Yeah. Enjoying fight clubs. Also was fine to give away his daughter. Yeah. He's a shady character. My eyes, my, my money's on him. Yeah. In a sense, somehow. Yeah. Yeah. He just seemed like he was, he just wanted her back too bad. Yeah. That's interesting. And they said that when they went to interview him, he carried on. He was crying. Oh. And, and he, he was like, I, I love, she was the love of my life. I would never hurt her. And See, he's, he's, he's still... <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. obsessed with her. He really was. He was totally obsessed with her. And he probably was even more upset that he was now... She was now going to get married to his cousin. Right. So that's like motive in a sense that like... Stop it before the wedding happens. Right. Because then he's going to have to, like, part of the family, really. Yeah, she's going to be seen with this the family. Yeah. Huh. That's, uh... Well, if anyone knows <laughs> of anything, I know it's hundreds of more years ago. <laughs> but if you know, like, in the family, like, there's scrapbook pictures and who knows what else, so... Oh, pictures of them? Yeah, that 
these some of these articles were from scrapbooks of people that they put on like find a grave wow okay yeah yeah and i would say that you know as we've done our own stuff in our our family histories you you definitely have been told tales or yeah been you could have been told a story like this but totally different or another key piece to it Mm -hmm. but all we have is the newspaper and wonder what happened to ethel too the daughter yeah wonder if she had she... children and their stories passed down. Because did you say she lived with a grandma? Yeah, she lived with Norman's mother. Yeah, I mean, she would have been at least probably told that she, you know, her parents weren't in the picture and yeah, that probably shaped who she could have been as a parent or right. trusting of people in her life. Yep. It'd be interesting to see. Cool. That was uh, sad. Yeah. Intriguing, yep. interesting for the time period. I thought so. It's pretty. Lots and of, I'm going to have to see these pictures. Yeah, I'll show pictures you. Pictures is my favorite part here, of, me, I'll show you here. of doing genealogy. Let's see if I can pull her up. Um. I also was showing Michelle that the article I had was... Um, had a few pictures of my character there, Anne, and also Elf. Here's okay. Norman. I mean, it's a sketch Studi- of him. Studious picture, though. Yeah. And then this is oh, an wow. actual oh. photograph of her Look hair. hair. <laughs> it's all, like, tight pink wow. curls, right? Isn't that what that's called? On yeah. the top of her head. We'll post this on our, our social media, but she's wearing... Very wow, look at that timely. hairdo. Yeah. Even that necklace. Yep. I mean, she looks young in that photo. Yeah, well, she was 25. When, yeah. So I don't, this might have been. Uh, yeah, photos are, honestly, they just they just bring it all back add, to me. Add just, life to the story. They really do. Great. Well, thank you for sharing that one. That yeah. was definitely interesting. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, this is Shadows from the Tree. We'll be talking next week about pet stories, I think. Is that what we're... Yeah, some, yeah. Yeah, some, some pet articles from the archive. So listen in, and if you have any interesting stories, feel free to send them over. All right. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.